Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Plank. Drink. <sighs> Did it get stronger? It is stronger. Stronger than yesterday. Free Britney. Um, <laughs> what? Britney Spears? I understand, but stronger than yet. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Goodness. I had to say the whole phrase. Oh my gosh, I went to reach for my notes. I don't keep my notes. Hi, everybody. Sorry, this is boring to you now. Everybody's already cut off this cut episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, welcome to Booze and Broadway. I'm Nathan Brown. I can feel this in my vocal cords already. So good. You'll be able to hit the high notes. More so than usual. Correct. First of all, I'm not ready hitting them more so than usual. Um, disclaimer, I'm going to get drunk, and I'm going to get, I'm going to get Act 2 so wrong. Mm. Act 2 is going to be bad. So donate to This Round's on you. This round was on me. I brought all the alcohol. Yes, you did. Also, just send me alcohol. If y'all want mm-hmm. my address, I'll give you Dylan and Karina's address. They're not listening to this. <laughs> I'll dox them. <laughs> Try me. Um, so... Hello. (laughs) Um, So, without further ado, have you seen that meme? It is one of my favorite memes, everybody. It's a meme, and it says, me at a theater. And it's like, oh, I hope there's a lot of ado tonight. And it's like, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. And it's like, damn it! (laughs) Not unless they're saying much ado about nothing. Because then there's a lot. But it's about nothing. But it's much. Well, (laughs) is much nothing still anything? I'm lost. They're like, he's had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we turn it over to our co-host. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the <laughs> easiest way to make a <laughs> Mandatory call to action. <laughs> y'all thought y'all could skip the ad? My name's Will Shelton. I'm host 35. Today we're talking about Anastasia. Hell yes, we are. This was a specific... I requested this episode. Yes, you did. Because I, unlike our actual host, like this musical. It couldn't be me. So, <laughs> uh, our drink of the week, Will. We have, y'all, we're getting drinks again. Yeah. Instead of just like just grasping at <laughs> I rolled into the liquor store this afternoon. No, it's, it's a white Russian that we're drinking tonight. Uh, vegan friendly white Russian. We have the finest bones coffee actually also flavored white russian inspired by the um, jeff bridges white russian from the big lebowski if you may have watched that movie damn before. it donnie the whole world does not stop and start at <laughs> your convenience so that's the coffee and then you've got a shot of vodka and then you got two shots of the bailey's almond milk variety Ooh, and it's quite tasty there's three shots in here that's why it's strong i didn't watch him make this i was just like you make it i trust you yeah very dangerous so there's three shots in here we're going to get very drunk very quickly. Honestly, the goal. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to not remember any of Act 2 when I talk about I'm it. I'm offended. <laughs> there's like two parts. Of, there's like three. There's five. There are moments. Okay. <laughs> we are quickly approaching. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget about the contest. Uh, dra- uh, drag us. Tag us in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I drag myself any, enough. Any kind of, what, what's the phrase? Uh Good press is bad. Yeah, any, any bad press, press is, is good press. Any press is good press. Listen, how far are we into this? Three seconds, and it's just <laughs> off the rails already. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I would like to start giving credit in these episodes. 35 episodes in, I'm going to start giving people <laughs> credit for information. As we've always done. <laughs> you know what? It's all about learning and growing as it a is. podcast. Don't read my notes. I read them to you. 
Okay, so... I want to be surprised with any information. Yeah. We've collected all of your files. <laughs> okay, so... Credit for this episode goes to Anastasia the Movie. Mm-hmm. A bootleg that I watched while you were headed over to my house. Good. Daniel Rye, who has seen it. Uh, like, for real. Unlike me. Broadwayworld.com. Uh, an episode of My Favorite Murder. This comes back. Nice. And Will, because Will's seen it. And viewers like you. Let's get into it. Whoa. I'm so sorry. Okay. Wow, this is really getting away wow. from me. Wow! Um, Crash Bandicoot, anybody? What? Oh. Whoa! I see. Oh, see I thought there. you were... Okay, anyway. So, this is... Everyone, stop. <laughs> it is a movie that got turned into a musical. By, like, actual popular demand. Yeah. Everybody was like, please turn this into a musical. It's a great movie. Well, it came out in 1997. Mm-hmm. And then everybody immediately was like, make it into a movie. So in 2012, they were like, let's do a workshop. <laughs> Finally. Um, so it premiered, their workshop of it premiered in Hartford, Connecticut. Y'all will know Hartford, Connecticut from Gilmore Girls. Naturally. And it actually being a real city. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> Hartford, Connecticut, from Hartford, Connecticut. In 2016, it opened at on Broadway at the Broadhurst Theater in April of 2017. Okay, so, Broadhurst, April 27th. April 27th. 27th. April 2017. Oh my goodness, what is in this? <laughs> Three shots, I've explained. It's been six minutes. <laughs> so it is the it is based on the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, pause. It's not based solely on the movie. No, it's because actually... if it was based on the movie, it'd be good. Okay, so <laughs> this is why, and we're just gonna get into it now. Here's my thesis, or I guess my argument. It is better than the movie because it takes the best elements of the movie. That is to say. The musical inspiration Mm -hmm. and combines it with what I think is objectively one of the most interesting periods of history, which is the Russian Revolution. Yes. And And, and the creative team did come out and say, we didn't want to make a copy of the movie. We wanted to, like, combine actual history with, like, what everybody loved of the movie. And I think that's super cool. Because, like, as an aspiring history buff, I really appreciate when they try to make history accessible in that way and make it more interesting than... Mm -hmm say, an over-exaggerated characterization of Rasputin, who is a literal demon from hell rising to exact revenge on the Romanovs. <laughs> you know? To each their own. I, you're <laughs> yes. right. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But then we miss out on In the Dark of the Night. We do. We'll get there. Will we? Um, <laughs> it is the so. Maybe second, not. <laughs> it is the second best non-Disney movie. Don Bluth worked on this, who was the spurned Disney uh, animator. That yeah. worked on, what was it, the last, what was it, Oliver's Company, or was it Rescuers Down Under was his last one, and then he got booted? <laughs> it was, I mean, those happened right around each yeah, other, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, Don Bluth used to work for Disney. Yeah. And then, like, that's why it's so Disney-esque. And well, a lot of different... people who left Disney went and worked at, like, DreamWorks, or another, yeah, like, animation studio. studio. yeah. Um. I love Don Bluth, though. It is, like I said, the second best non-Disney movie, and this is gonna be wild coming from me. The best non-Disney movie, cartoon movie, is Prince of Egypt. I love Prince of Egypt. 
It's so fucking good. I only saw it recently. Like, I saw it a couple years ago for the first time, and I was like, oh, how have I not seen this before? It's incredible. Yeah. It is incredible. I think, I think I just didn't watch it because it wasn't Disney. I was like, ah, oh, it's going to sure. be like one of those Blue Sky Studios ones, which... But it was not. It blew me away. No, it's absolutely phenomenal. Which, that will have its own episode yeah. that I'm doing with good. Daniel. Good, Um, Because I've already talked to him about that. Okay. Fine. Okay, so it is... Okay, so it's based on the movie, which is based on a lie about the survival yes. of Anastasia. Mm -hmm. uh, the Grand Duchess Anastasia, who was actually executed. Yes. Um... This is my fun fact that I've been waiting to tell you yeah. the entire time. So, this is from an episode. I learned this information from an episode of My Favorite Murder where Georgia Hardstart does a the execution of the Romanov family. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, so, go and listen to it. So, they get the family and they're like, come with us. Like, the people are revolting. And so, mm -hmm. like, come with us. And so, everybody's like, lit. So, they all go into, like, this basement or the, this room. And they're all there with the guards, and then the guards are like, actually, we're here to kill you. Yeah. Okay, so they start shooting the family. Mm -hmm. The women don't die. Do you know this? I do. That didn't cap the audio. It's fine. <laughs> I'm livid. Okay, viewers like you. <laughs> the women didn't die because they had clothes on that had jewels sewed into them, and the bullets were ricocheting off the jewels that were sewn into their clothes. Mm-hmm. So they had to be stabbed to death. Yep. Do you that know why? That is so neat. Do you know why the jewels were like sewn into their clothing? So that they could grab them and go. Yeah, exactly. They didn't yeah. want like the the people, those filthy peasants, to be coming in and stealing all the jewels. Like uh, the mother, who was her name, uh, Alexandra, was telling them to sew the jewels into their clothing so that they could take it and go quick. But yeah, the fact that it's ricocheting, like they invented bulletproof armor before. <laughs> they, um, what's her name? Emma Frost. She they are yeah. Emma Frost from X Men. Yeah, and like while they were carrying out, um, it was Anastasia and Maria, her younger or older sister, because Anastasia was the youngest sister. While they were carrying her out, one of the two screamed and like alerted the guards that they were still alive, and so they double murdered them. So yeah, Blech. very very brutal period of history, which is why I think it's so interesting. I mean, it's morbid, but aren't all morbid times interesting? In twenty twenty, nope. In 2012, there was a workshop with Aaron Tivet as Dimitri. You know him from Next to Normal. He's also and in Moulin Rouge. And Les Mis. He's Angel Ross. Or Angel Ra. I never knew how to pronounce it. The revolutionary leader. I don't know. Okay. I know. I mean, yes. For listeners like you. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Patrick Page mm -hmm. was Vladimir mm -hmm. from Hadestown. Uh, there and it is. <laughs> uh, Angela Lansbury, who is the original voice of the Countess in the movie, played the Countess in the um, workshop. Cool. Yep. Rasputin is not in the show because... He's dead. The creators didn't want to repeat the animated movie. You know, why people showed up. Um, I disagree. Well, edit that out. So <laughs> <laughs> the burp for my disagreeing. You disagree. Um because we miss out on Dark of the Night. Yeah. Which is an amazing song. It is. And I will now tell you what I heard as a child. Okay. When he says in the dark of the night evil will find you, <laughs> I thought it was in the dark of the night Jesus will find you. <gasps> which <No>. made me <laughs> very frightened. You better watch out. You, you better, better watch out. <laughs> um Okay, so there's 
I've contacted several people about this information, and nobody can find anything that actually... The FBI. (laughs) The me. (laughs) The my memory, which has failed me time and again (laughs) for the last time. Um, (laughs) Nathan, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, there was... Okay, when the musical came out, good for him, I... (laughs) remember there being a huge problem about Mm. like is Rasputin going to be in the musical Mm -hmm. what I remember vaguely is that Russia said you cannot use Rasputin because they didn't want him to be further used as a villain sure and they're like, if you do it, we will sue America or something like, or like the production. We will like, launch the nuke that we've been holding on to since the, the 80s. The Rasputin nuke. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have looked, I've scoured threes of articles trying to find, <laughs> trying to find something that true. actually back to this yeah. memory, but I can't find it. And I'm just convinced mm. that it's now a conspiracy that Russia like, had us yes it goes all the way to the top Mm -hmm. and so but other people remember this happening but very mandalian here no mandalorian no (laughs) we all have anastasia oh (laughs) very good is that what you were waiting to tell me all (laughs) i've been very excited to tell Uh. you (laughs) i feel like i'm under anesthesia with this drink right now anastasia anastasia it's going to give me anesthesia. <laughs> okay, so it is based off of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's no book this time for me to be like, well, actually in the book. So There's you're a welcome. history book. There are history books. So I guess I will be pedantic in that way. Can't win all of them. In the middle of pandantic. <laughs> <laughs> pandemic pedantic. Um, so, off yet. me. Uh, Meg Ryan voices Anya. Uh, John Cusack voices Dimitri. Kelsey Grammer was in the movie. Christopher Lloyd, Hank Azaria, Angela J- Lansbury, <laughs> Angelina Jolie Lansbury, <laughs> Bernadette Peters. Yes, she's Sophie. Yes, and Rick Jones. Do I know Rick Jones? Rick, J- sorry, that's a dated reference. It is. Um, okay, so the cast of the musical. Anya, also Anastasia, spoiler alert, uh, is played by Christy Altmar, who was in the first national tour of Spring Awakening, and she was in Mamma Mia for a little bit at the Winter Garden Theater hmm. in New York. Uh, Dimitri is played by Derek Klenna, who's amazing. He is amazing. He's fucking amazing. He played Fierro at the, at Gershwin, mm-hmm. at the Gershwin. Uh, he was there for their 10th year anniversary. Hmm. And he also was in Dogfight, if you've listened to Dogfight with Lindy, Lindsay Mendez. Uh, and then he's now in Jagged Little Pill, the Alanis Morissette musical. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Vlad is played by John Bolton, who was... He played um, the dad in... No, he didn't play... Yes, he played the dad in A Christmas Story on Broadway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Gleb, 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 damn it, is played by Ramin, Ramin, we all know him. Jawadi? No, uh, Kareem Lou. Yes. He 
was in the revival of Les Mis, he was Jean Valjean. Oh, okay. he's he's like famous for gotcha, being gotcha, Jean gotcha. Valjean. He was, I believe, I know what you're talking about now. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was also, I believe, in the West End production. Like he just like kind of mm. the modern day Jean Valjean. Yeah. He's like, if you're gonna do it, he's amazing. He's, yeah. There is a Seth Rudetsky. If y'all people haven't listened to Seth Rudetsky yet, he's great. But there's an hour long Seth Rudetsky with Anna Gasteyer. Uh, Megan Hilty and uh, Ramin, where they all just come in and like talk to him in front of a crowd of people, and like they all kind of sing. In a crowd of thousands. Yes. <laughs> um, the Countess Lily, who is changed in the show from Sophie in the movie. Um, is she not Sophie in this? She's li- no. oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, because uh, it's a bad show. Um, oh my god! No, it's not a bad. They changed show. the name zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find parking. I was dead. Um, Caroline O'Connor, who is actually fucking amazing. She is. She's so good. I had a revelation right before we started recording that, and I was like, when we were talking about her solo later on in the show, um, Russians are mad, so, uh, I was like, this is like a Chicago song, and Nathan's like, well. Yeah, she played like Velma Kelly like four times. Yeah. Well, twice. Blew my mind. Uh, and then the Dowager Empress is played by Mary Beth Peel, who... Was in opera for a bit and now has done some theater. Um, and yeah, she she spoke about like coming from opera and doing musical theater. Translates really well. Well, yes. Well, Kelly O'Hara, she does mm. musical theater, but she's trained in opera. And she does opera stuff with, um, what is her name? Um, I'm really bad at names. I don't have, I, we don't have time for me to try to sit here and remember it. Um, but... Kelly O'Hara does musical theater more, but she does have that opera background. Mm. Um, but uh, Mary came out and said, uh, in opera, you strive for perfection. Yeah. Or it's like as close as you can get at every moment. And she's like, in musical theater, you don't strive for perfection. You strive for something new every night. Mm. So it doesn't get boring. I like that. Yeah. Because as, as I read it, I was like, I'm about to get mad, aren't I? Oh, no, wait, I like her sentiment. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, you just hit your lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard, but I'm never about to do this. Just snap. Uh, Damn, all right. Another? Yeah, actually, after I asked this question. Okay. Oh. Who would you be in the yeah. show? Uh, I have an idea of who I would cast you as. Who, who would you cast me as? Actually, you answer your question first. We'll say it at the same time. No. Okay. <laughs> Just gonna try to do something fun. Glad. Okay. Before I asked you that question, I actually looked you in the face to ask you that question, I would have put you as Vlad. Okay. But as I asked you, I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You would have been Glad. Vlad would be a really fun one. Um, I Like Hunchback, I tend to gravitate towards the darker and more dramatic Mm-hmm. Of, of the roles and I think because like in act two when he's singing that climactic song him and Anya back and forth that is one of the most powerful I don't know it, it's almost the same reason why I kind of like DiCaprio as an actor because he acts angry really well <laughs> yeah shatters his hand in Django um, and there's something really uh, appealing to me about about acting angry because <laughs> never mind um but I also really like his uh, his music and just like the lines that he sings are really uh, interesting to listen to. And I also really appreciate his character arc. And we'll get more into that later. 
We're gonna whole, fight tonight. He has a whole arc. It's great. Who would you be? Well, if any of that you ask. Uh, <laughs> um, if it didn't matter, I'd be Lily. Yeah. She's so fucking funny. That's who I cast you as. Or she's amazing. Yeah. And she steals the show. And all she has to do in act one, all she has to do in the opening scene is walk Nana across the stage. Good for her. That's all she does. I didn't even know she was in the first act. Exactly. <laughs> She's in the first song, and then she leaves until act two. She goes for a smoke break and never comes back. I think it's amazing. Mm. To be fair, she puts an effort in act two because she has like two songs back to back. That's true. She sings uh, Years Years of Yesterday. Yeah. The Land of Yesterday. Yeah. Right into the, the count and the song, yeah. common woman, man. Oh, yeah. She has three songs back to back. What's your third one? The uh, the one where she sings with the... Uh, I mean, it's not really like a solo for her or anything. Oh. But... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. That one. Yes. So she's pretty busy in act two. Oh, yeah. Wait! I uh. forgot to tell you something. Uh. Tony Noms. Oh, <laughs> the thing you're going to rake me over the coals with. Yes. They only got two Tony Noms. Which means it's objectively a bad show if the Tonys didn't award it anything. It's a bad show because it's poorly written, but, um... <laughs> this is actually the last episode of Booze and Broadway. <laughs> I break the computer after this, and technology doesn't work after that. It's like Ron Swanson throwing the computer away. <laughs> I can do what I want. Yeah. Me on my podcast. <laughs> um, I got two Tony noms. Best Featured Actress for Mary Beth Peel for The Dowager Empress. Mm. And best costume for Linda Cho. Costumes are good in this. I mean, they're period. It was not reviewed well. It was reviewed poorly, even, some might say. Did you look at the reviews before or after you watched it? After. Okay, well then I yeah. respect you. But I knew that <laughs> they were not good reviews. Okay. Yeah. I did, but I hadn't read any. Mm. Um, I've actually never read any reviews for this. My friend Taylor said, <laughs> I left during intermission. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. He, I trust his leader opinion like a whole lot. And I was just like, the fact that he got up and left a show like. Damn. Says something to me. Um, I just. Some things don't translate well. Yeah. Like the train scene. That's actually it one of my was favorite scenes. Cute. Yeah. I wish they had used the the their their screens a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a whole thing. We'll talk about like the usage of the screen. And the usage of me. Um people use me. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, uh we're at the stumble through. We're at the Broadhurst Theater, and we're in our seats. Mm-hmm. And the lights go out. And I realize that I'm at Anastasia the Musical, and I get up and leave. No. <laughs> I'm just wait, sitting there all alone, and like, well, I'm going to enjoy a fine two and a half hours. This musical is pretty long. I... That was part of the reviews that I read. Yeah. They were like, the fact that, like, they talked about, um, they talked about uh, Christy Altimore, and they were like, she trembled for two and a half hours. Mm. And I was like, oh... That's really sad. Okay, here's my question. At what point are you attacking the actor 
or or the character, not even not even like the performance versus like what they were told to do. Oh, the direction itself. Yeah. yeah. Like at some point, like that was okayed. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm. I have a big problem with that sometimes. Yeah, I hadn't, I haven't really thought about that. Yeah. That's I'll probably listen to it again after this and <laughs> and think about that. Well, because like yeah, professional actors, like in movies, like people don't get directed of like, this is your intent right. and stuff and like this, like you find yeah. your own character and stuff and like if it really doesn't work, you're told. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, sometimes they're just like, yeah, do that. All right. Well, they were kind of told to do that. Mm-hmm. So what do you want? Yeah. To quote Adam, Adam Lambert, what do you want from me? <laughs> um, okay. Blackout. Curtains are down. It is 1906. Mm-hmm. I also have problems with this. The intro? The vintage beginning? Hold on. No. Okay. The dates. I prob- Hold on. Okay. This comes up. I wrote it down. Can I finish? So- <laughs> I haven't said anything. <laughs> We're in St. Petersburg. It's 1906. A little baby girl... Wants to go to Paris with her grandmother. Yeah. And she goes, Nana, why do you have to leave? And she's like, because I don't live here. So I have to go home. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, listen, I want to go to Paris with you and visit Grandfather's Bridge. The Alexandria Bridge. Mm -hmm. And she's like, one day you will. Or not. I don't know. Mm. I don't, I can't control the weather, Jackie. Like, you know. I don't have a crystal ball. (laughs) That's not this play. Um, (laughs) And she goes, well, I want to go with you. And she goes. Wherever I am, you'll always be with me because I just won full custody of you. You'll be in my (laughs) You'll be in my heart. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, And she goes, you'll be with me. (laughs) No matter what the courts say. (laughs) (laughs) Grandmama. (laughs) And she goes, here's a little music box. Play this song people are about to hear 48 times. (laughs) It is called a motif. And, uh, yeah, it does play a lot. It's... It's... Everything in this show was a reprise. Yeah. How did we hear it the first time? Because, like, the first time I hear it, it's, like, reprise six. No, I disagree. Okay, so there are, like, there are three main motifs. Okay. There is the Once Upon a December. There is the, uh... Neva flows, a new wind blows. Uh, and then there is, um... There's another one, but those are like the two main ones that play over and over. And yes, you're right that they are played in almost every song, but it's not like they're singing the same songs. Gleb, that is true. Gleb does sing a very similar song both times, but it's like shifted slightly to incorporate all the themes. I think still, still is the other one. Still is very good. Though. Yeah. I mean, there, there are, go- I'm not saying that this, mm-hmm. I don't hate this musical. I'm going to point out. Everything that's wrong. Sure. And this is going to be like a Penn and Teller, uh, you you give thumbs up, I give thumbs down. Who's that? That's uh, Siskel and Ebert. So she goes, here is a music box. Yeah. Play it and remember. Always be with you. Yeah. Yes. Remember. So far, ooh. <laughs> far away, long ago, glowing dim as an ember. Things my heart used to know. Things it yearns to remember. What is it? And a song someone sings once upon a December. There it is. It's time. 
It's time to go to bed. Go to bed. The ball is here. It's time for the ball. You have to go to bed. I get first dance, papa. And yes. And they dance. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice little thing. So, the, okay, we didn't talk. The vintage screen. Do you, do you like that? Do you not like that? The vintage screen? You know, the like the literal filter that they put over the, the curtains. Oh, the scrim. Yeah, I like it. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. The scrim. How do you spell that? S-K-R-I-M. Cool. I didn't know that word. Um, learning things on boobies. It's like a curtain you can see through. Okay. Um, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a I scrim. Mean, you know it more than I do. Yes. Um, but yes, I mean, like, uh, I like that, the the vintage touch of it. And so, like, that's how it contributes to the transition. I love intro transitions in musical theater. I mm-hmm. think that it's, like, some of the coolest things, like we were talking about in Hunchback. Uh, and it happens here where she's dancing with her father. Yes. Anastasia and Nicholas. <gasps> and, like, they're all spinning around in the ball. And then adult Anastasia comes out, or 17, 16-year-old Anastasia, jump forward in time. Okay, so yes, we do have to talk about this. I want to get a little bit into the scene that happens right before the ball. Okay. Um, Hello. 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 Okay. (sighs) So, what's happening? Okay, so, I don't think the mom likes the grandma. Because I okay historically, <laughs> there's a reason for that. Oh, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Because the dad I have it all written here. <laughs> the dad invites her to stay, and the mom's like, "Eh, she's yeah. gotta go." Yeah. Why is that? Because I definitely okay. noticed that. I was like, for such a small scene to be happening, why is this context here? So, long story short, too late. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the The week after Alexander died was um, the Empress's birthday. On her birthday. While she is still mourning her the loss of her husband, the second person that she has loved and lost, <laughs> Nicholas marries Alexandra um. on her birthday. And she's like, how fucking dare you? Like, y- you completely betrayed me. You betrayed me, Lisa! And <laughs> the room. Oh. Um, anyway, I, I've been referencing that a lot. So anyway, there was always bad blood between the two of them because the Empress always saw Alexandra as trying to take power away from Nicholas and Alexandra always saw the Empress as trying to take power away from Nicholas. So the two of them were butting heads over trying to control Nicholas in that way. And that's the historical reason for that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So the dad dances with Anastasia. He's like, the Tsar, the tsar gets the first dance. Mm-hmm. She goes, lit. So they dance. <laughs> 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 the, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> the mom moves the music box and watches. Time travel to 1917. Wow. We get a 47-minute dance break <laughs> so that two people can swap places on stage. It is not 47 minutes. It's at least three. Yeah. And I won't budge on the three. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's a hard three. It's too long for... What it accomplishes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay, we're in 1917. It is another ball that they're having. Mm -hmm. They threw a lot of balls. Well, they are taking pictures, 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 pictures. They're taking pictures. They take a picture, and a bomb goes off. You forgot Alexei dies of hemophilia briefly, and they're like, you okay? Picture time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that did happen. (laughs) Um, Okay, they leave. They're running. Everybody's running because of revolution. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Viva. The Vivo app. Okay, so... <laughs> um, uh, uh, 
Okay, so a revolution is happening. The family is running. They're running, running, running. Guards kind of come out and they're like, come with us. Mm -hmm. So they run. Anastasia runs back to, to get, get the, the music, music box. box because she's four. Um, she's not. She's older than four. She's but, 16 at this point. Yeah, but like yeah. the mentality of like, let oh, me yeah, go my get music my box music box. Together in Paris. Okay. I don't know. It's plot relevant. Yes. Yeah. And then she like, there's a blackout and she like throws yeah. the music oh. box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay, the grandma gets a letter, and the family is gone. 1927. All right. We skip 10 years. So she's, what, 26? Yeah. Okay. So, Gleb comes out. Glebe? Gleb. Gleb. Softy. It just sounds so, it sounds wrong. To an American ear, I guess. Yeah. You hear that, Russian listeners? No! It sounds wrong! No! (laughs) My one person of listeners. (laughs) Um... Wouldn't it be so funny if I got more Russian listeners after, after this? this yeah. <laughs> and they all unsubscribe. And then they all say, Dos Vidania. And then they leave. Dos Vidania! <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. So the townspeople sing The Neva Flows. Mm-hmm. The cold one. A new wind blows. A new wind blows. And soon, it will be spring. Mm-hmm. And Gully. Go ahead. Glebe. I'm just going to stop correcting you. And no, do it. Happens. Tell me. La joya. La joya. <laughs> <gasps> I got a text about that this afternoon. I'm nuts. It's, it's Gleb. Gleb. Think you're being glib by me correcting you, or I'm being glib by correcting you, but it's Gleb. I'm not going to remember that. Okay. So, I want to be honest. Here's this really convoluted thing. All right. <laughs> he goes, we hear you, comrades. The revolution hears you. Together, we will forge a new Russia that will be the envy of all the world. Uh, and St. Petersburg will be basically renaming St. Petersburg yeah. into La Grazia. Lagrasha. Leningrad. Leningrad. <laughs> Leningrad. <laughs> 12 years dungeon. So, Lemonhead? Yes, I understood. Okay. So, Dimitri comes out and says they can call it Leningrad, but it will always be St. Petersburg. And new, there's new name. It's a new name. Same Slap a coat of paint on it. We're still hungry. Yep. And they keep, they start singing about like, listen, we're still poor. We still need help. All that's happened is a transition of power. Yep. I fucking love this song. It's a great song. Um, and uh, chorus number. It is because the dynamics in this yes. are fucking my yes, favorite. Yes, they are. Um, and shh, you. <laughs> they uh, they're like, we're all poor. We're all very not well off. Yeah. But we kind of get gossip. And, like, gossip is what gets us through the day. Right. And so, we get the best chorus ever. Mm-hmm. One of the best choruses ever, because Town exists. Um, they say, Have you heard there's a rumor in St. Petersburg? Have you heard what they're saying on the street? Because, like, they do want to spread the gossip, but they 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 even talk about, like... Intelligentsia. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, we're poor, but don't question it, because, like, people disappear. Yeah. And we don't know where... They die. We know they die, mm. because they don't come back, but, yeah. like... They're being re-educated, okay? Don't you mm. want to be re-educated? Don't you want to say the there right There is things? no war in said. <laughs> uh, and so... I'm Judy. <laughs> Although the Tsar did not survive, one daughter may be still alive... Princess Anastasia. But please do not repeat. Boom. Here's my problem with the time travel of the changing of time mm-hmm. and the measurement of the changing of time. I, I know where you're going with this and I agree. Okay, what is it? So 
it's been 10 years since the revolution. They have not heard anything. Why are they talking about this? Why are they this? talking about it now? Like, it's been, why, yes! why have they still ransacked the, the court multiple times for them to still have things to sell in the marketplace? That's never made sense to me. No! Like, it, yeah. And I didn't notice it until, like, time was put right. in front of yeah. me this, this afternoon. And I was mm-hmm. like, this happened 10 years ago. Yeah. Why? This is... Y'all rehearsed this. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so proud of They're like, all right, everybody, see you next Tuesday. All right. It's PMSMO, Frank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I do love this, and this happens a lot when people sing this word, but they're like, a rumor, a legend, a mystery. They're, it's like, it is in itself a mysterious word way to sing the word which is mm-hmm. such a horrible way to describe that but there's a word for that and i i can never onomatopoeia no <laughs> but you it's the right idea yes um <laughs> no <laughs> no uh they say her royal grandmama will pay a royal sum to someone who can bring the princess back dimitri they've closed another border so they're like trapping the people yeah. inside of russia who are trying to escape this iron fist of rule mm-hmm. um and so, uh, he, Vlad sings a little bit. He's like, when royalty was here, I was way better off than I was because I called myself a count. And so I got to hang out with yeah. all these He's people. He's a con man. Well. Yeah. So Dimitri comes out and he goes, I have a plan to find an Anastasia. And Not he's another. like, damn it. Yeah. All right, I'm in. All right. <laughs> this is my last job though. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> And so he goes, we'll find a girl to play the part and teach her what to say. Dress her up and take her to Perry. Um, uh, yeah, who else could pull it off but, but you and me? me? No! Oh, so <laughs> then a truck backfires yeah. and this woman falls to the ground because she is unwell. Um, Traumatized. <laughs> well, yes, because yeah. we realize it's Anya. Also the hemophilia problem. <laughs> she didn't have it, but you know. Yes. She's a carrier. <laughs> cousins fucking cousins in this whole lineage. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> so You all know. Gleb. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's like, Gross. ma'am, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. Get away from me. Don't touch me. I'm a senator's wife. Um, and so that's a clue reference for anybody who mm. needed it. Um, the second one in this episode. Um, See if you can find the first one. Well, you didn't notice it, so I know you've never seen Clue. I've movie. never seen Clue. It's so good. Mm, um, I should get a clue. Yes. So, uh, he goes, are you okay? And she goes, I'm fine. Well, she's fucking triggered because yeah. her whole family was fucking murdered in front of her at gunpoint. Yeah. And some of them stabbed. That's what happened. And her in a parallel universe, apparently. Wow. <laughs> anyway. So, um, she leaves. She goes, I have a job. I have a job to do. Get away from me. She's a barista. <gasps> me. <laughs> People start selling Romanoff memorabilia. And he's like, this is, uh, listen, I found this. It's very fancy. Buy it buy from it. me. Mm-hmm. And Dimitri goes, hey, I like that music box. Mm-hmm. Can I buy that? And the man goes, I couldn't dare part with this. He goes, I'll give you two cans of beans for it. And he goes, here you go. <laughs> Done. Can you believe? Can? Uh, he's doing a can-can. <laughs> Kill me. We'll be rich. We'll be rich. We'll be out. We'll be out. And, and St. Petersburg, Petersburg will have some more to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, 
He goes, uh, have you heard? There's a rumor in St. Peter's Square. Have you heard? Conrad, Conrad, what do you suppose? A fascinating mystery. The, the biggest, biggest con in history. <laughs> alive or dead. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Shh. Who knows? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. So. What I like happens? the movie version where they're like swinging on the, the spires of St. Petersburg. <laughs> yes. And then like at the very Respectfully. end. Respectfully. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the guy just goes. Who knows? It's not even sung in the movies. I don't fucking know, do you know? Okay, so, what? This is not right. This is right. Okay, so, we're in a little rinky-dink room with women and Vlad and Dimitri. This is uh, the Yusupov Palace. Yes. Yeah. It's rinky-dink now, but yeah, it used to be the... Talk of the town. Yeah. The Bella de Ball. Yeah, very nice. Um, Anastasia. Oh, they're auditioning Anastasias. None of them are good. Mm-hmm. And it's no, actor. we do not get a Grandma It's Me Anastasia moment. That's very disappointing. So, how did this make it to Broadway? That's <laughs> they, my question. Really Who approved this? They changed that for I'm not a very good actor. Well, clearly, you couldn't pull off Grandmama, It's Me, Anastasia. The flawless deli- delivery is what gets me. You're you're waving your. I mean, gets me hot too. I hate you. I know. <laughs> I love you. Don't touch me. <laughs> um, so, um, Dimitri say, "Oh, oh, okay." So these women leave because none of them are good. Yes. Um, and they're like, "Well, we could have made more money by." They are sex workers. Yeah. So they're like, "We wasted money by coming here." Yeah. So Dimitri. We find out that he saved Vlad's life from a firing squad. Yeah. And he was like, I, I owe you my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is the first clue we have as an audience that Vlad has feelings towards Dimitri. It is my theory that Vlad has feelings for Dimitri. If your character's gay, say he's gay. I agree. Or if he's bi, say he's bi. I agree. Or if she's a lesbian, keep it to yourself. No. Uh, <laughs> say Damn. she's a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Yeah. So, Okay. He has a music box. Dimitri can't open the music box. Because mm-hmm. he's stupid. Because he's a man. Uh, <laughs> so, Banging it against a rock. It's broken. <laughs> SpongeBob, stop. We have technology. <laughs> so <laughs> Anya comes in looking for a way to get to Paris. And they are hoping for her to... Oh, she goes... They go, who are, who are you? No. She goes, who are you? Who do you think I am? And we go... <laughs> <laughs> and she says... He says... Dimitri says... I was hoping you were somebody else. Mm. And she goes, that's very rude. I don't know you. <laughs> um, no, she doesn't say that. Anyway, Anya comes in. Exit papers. Anya comes in looking for Dimitri. What? Andre? Bless you. <laughs> Anya comes in looking for Dimitri, looking for, oh, she wants exit papers. Oh, this is what happens. So she comes in and she wants exit papers because she hears Dimitri does exit papers for the nation, mm-hmm. the country. So he goes, how, do you, how did you get this money? To pay for this. She goes, I do odd jobs. I, I walked here from Perm. Perm. I have no idea. Cool. I'm, yeah. And I'm trying to get Somewhere to Paris. And they said, they, they're they hoping for her to be somebody else. And she has a major... What? Sorry, that's another question I have. How did she get there? Where did she go? Where did she come from? Anastasia I. Joe. Joe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but no, seriously, like the, the thing happens in the royal palace... The revolutionaries come in, they kill the czars and everything. Her next memory is she wakes up in a room full of nurses. They say, give give her a hat. Her name's Anya. 
do the nurses know who she is? I mean, this is the next song. We're leading into the next song. But, like, how did she get there? Was she transported there? Did she wander in, like, a amnesiac state or in an anesthesiac state? I don't know. Who knows? I do know that trauma <laughs> blocks out... I mean, I'm sorry. Your brain will block out trauma. True. So maybe that's why she can't remember anything. Maybe. The uh, the movie actually does a pretty good job of explaining... Because she's running from the palace and she's chasing after the empress and falls on the tracks. And, like, head injury. And yeah. so someone finds her and gives her to the orphanage because at that time she's a child. Yeah. But in the musical and in real life, she's 17 when she dies. Yeah. Or, sorry, when the revolution happens. So... She wouldn't be going to um, an orphanage or something. She'd just be like, well, the sucks orphanage. to not remember anything. <laughs> the orphanage. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's just a question that remains unanswered. Who knows? One of my many. Uh, so she has a major <laughs> deja vu moment. And she's like, hey, I rem- I know this room. We're in a palace. And mm-hmm. he goes, well, this is a private palace. But she wouldn't ever be yeah. allowed in. You know what? She's hungry. She's about to pass out. She mm-hmm. needs food. She's having a moment. Me. Women. <laughs> Me. That's basically what they say. So, uh, Anastasia calls Dimitri rude, and Vlad says, don't, don't, oh, and he tells Dimitri, he's like, don't write her off yet. She may be something. She's got a spark. I can see it in her eyes, kid. She's gonna be a star, baby. Mm, yeah. And he goes, what's your name? And she goes, I don't know, I have Anastasia. <laughs> no, but she really That's does say that. <laughs> And he, she goes, but here's my birth certificate. Yeah. Um, and so she says, I have amnesia. Mm-hmm. She legit says that. Mm-hmm. What a convenient plot. Yeah. Um, she says, I have a card. I'm a card carrying amnesiac. And so please. she goes, the only thing I do remember is this entire is song. Is this whole song? Yeah. <laughs> and so. They said I was strong at the side of a pretty boring song, honestly. Yeah, she just talks about how she was found by these nurses, yeah. and they're like, all right, well, your name's Anya. Yeah, bye. Yeah, here's a hat, girl. <laughs> you get out of here, you're crazy hat. Yeah. She always wearing the hat we just gave her. So It's like the episode of Broad City. I tried to make the hat work, it just wasn't me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, and then she goes, I keep hearing a voice saying, I'll meet you right here in Paris. In Paris. Paris. And Vlad says, you know what? We're actually going to... Paris too. Scene change. Yeah. So, um, uh, there are rumors on, oh, we're at a government building at the cop place. Mm-hmm. We're at the Bolsheviks. Yeah. The Bolsheviks boogie. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know. There are rumors on the street and the government basically is just there keeping tabs on the general public, mm-hmm. general public. So the sex workers from earlier go in and tattle. On what Dimitri and Vlad are doing. The first class... Well, I guess Dimitri is the first class traitor (laughs) of the play. Of the musical. Yes. Because what do they stand to gain? What do the sex workers stand to gain from this? They're not getting paid for for information. If anything, they're getting threatened more. That they chose to go there and then withhold information. Because they're not... Oh, well, if we're not going to get anything. And then, like, Gleb is like... And he, uh, I don't like this much. He like puts his finger on one of their chins and then he's just like, you're down to line. <laughs> and just blows. And they're like, Ooh! and then they run away. Yes. That's the whole scene. Yeah. And then, and then Gleb sings. It, yes. They go in, they tattle. He thinks them, tells them to leave menacely. And he goes, the rumors never end. The rumors never end. The scene change. 
They're there trying to teach Anya to be Anastasia. And she goes, I'm not going to lie. I won't lie about who I am, even though I don't know who I am. Okay. So she goes, no, we're just trying to help you remember. And um, we'll get a reward and you'll get a family and we'll all have a happily ever after. And also, this is how... We do it. Yes. This is how you do it. Mm. And Vlad goes, you were born in a palace by the sea. A palace by the sea. Could it be? Yes, it's so. You rode horseback when you were only three. Horseback riding? Me? Horse's name? Romeo. You, yes. So they're teaching her <laughs> her Romanoff background. Yeah. Um, uh, Charming Child wrote the book. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the little, you know, interludes. It makes yeah. it feel very human. Charming uh, Child wrote the book. Uh, yes. So it, she's like, listen, this is a lot of information being thrown at me at once. <laughs> me literally doing research before coming over here. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it is above me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Vladimir says, if I can learn to do it, you can learn to do it. Something in you knows it. There's, There's nothing, nothing to it. it. Follow in my footsteps, shoe and by it, shoe. Yeah. You can learn to do yeah. it too. So, really nice harmonies in this song. It is very nice. Mm-hmm. Also, I love this little moment that we're about to have, where she goes, and he goes, uh, now elbows in instead of straight, and do not slip the stroganoff. I never liked the stroganoff. She said that like a Roman. Uh, so, they're just like, D- if you actually just fucking try, you can do this. <laughs> but there's a whole, like, whiteboard of information yeah. in front of her. Um, and so they start quizzing Double-sided, her. too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they start quizzing her on, like, who her grandmother is, and who her great-grandmother is, and who's your best friend. She's like, my little brother, Alexis. My hemophiliac little brother. <laughs> and, and he's like, you're wrong. And she's like, I'm not fucking wrong. And he's like, square up. Let me mansplain your best friend to you. Oof. And then, okay, this is what kills me. They correct her once. Yeah. Once. And she goes, I've had it. I hate you both. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like. That's it for me. Ma'am, <laughs> can you take a moment? And he goes, shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> and then this is like, this is probably one of my least favorite moments of Vlad. It's this moment and then later when with Lily. Uh, but he's like, he becomes really condescending. All of a sudden he's like. Uh, we're all frightened now and then. Take a breath. Count to ten. And he's just like, we're gonna get you through this, you little sweet girl. <laughs> like, it just, oh, it sounds really like he's about to throttle her. <laughs> and he is. I understand. For also, money! Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, the motive behind it is really what makes it kind of shitty. He was on the bench! Taking advantage of this know. poor amnesiac. So they start telling her all this stuff, and she's like, okay, well, whatever. I guess I'll, like, remember some of the things you're telling me. Yeah. And he was like, this one guy, and she goes, oh, I recall his, his yellow, yellow cat. cat. And Vlad goes, I don't think I told her that. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> well, and so they're just like, listen, you might actually be able to pull this off. Yeah. Which... Go off, mama. Caviar the Shogunov. Burping my way through it. <laughs> so uh, he says something to her. He's like, au revoir. And she starts speaking French back to him. And he's like, I'm sorry, you speak French? And she's like, yeah, whatever. Bye. Yeah. And Doesn't like, everyone? <laughs> what? Um, oh, 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 oh. This is, this is a cute little moment that we have. So they leave. They're like, okay, good night. We'll pick this up again tomorrow. And she, as she's leaving, she goes, you were born by a palace by yeah. the sea. Could it be? Could it be? I like that. 
I'll allow reprise. I'll, Ugh, I hate this musical because it has reprises. I'll allow this musical one. <laughs> um, so back at the government building, <laughs> Gleb is there. He never leaves. Well, he's paid what a to loser. be there. What a... He's paid to be there. <laughs> anyway. Also, he'll probably be executed if, if, if he leaves. leaves. <laughs> so he has a new office overlooking the ne- ne- Neva. 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 Because yeah. it flows. The Neva flows. Mm-hmm. The troublemaker has been found. Anya. Anya. He just like brings her into her office. His yeah. office. I don't like this because there was no like. Transition into him capturing her or anything. It just happens. Yeah. Like. So I only justify it because it. Okay. One. It's two and a half hours long. And like they're we're already looking. doing everything else. <laughs> it's me explaining the history. Like, okay, before we start the show, like some guy comes out before we start the show. You have to understand the history. <laughs> okay, but you finish and you're like end of act one. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a hunchback. We're two hours in. No, um, but what I was gonna say is they established pre- prior that like they see each other daily because she works close by to where he does his daily like route or whatever. So maybe he just like picked her up the next day and he's like, I need to talk to you. I've been hearing rumors and you know, it's very informal, but also it's not. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, we have a peaceful city, but why, why would we have a few bad apples ruin it? Yeah. Um, and she goes, why am I here? And he goes, I'm really, he goes, I'm not really so bad. I have a really good sense of humor. Love me. Love me. Please love me. <laughs> We're not there yet, but I'm going to scream about it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, no one's laughing. Well, cause it's not funny. Uh, and she goes, what's the charge of me being here? And he goes, there's no charge, but stop pretending to be someone you're not. And if you are, we will kill yeah, you. Yeah. Then we will have a problem. Um, and I'll stop being so funny. Because they are gone and they don't exist. And he goes, also, my father was one of the guards who killed the royal family. Um, and he obeyed f- orders. Okay, so. We get the Neva Flows. Mm-hmm. Which is a very nice song. Would yeah. you like to talk about it? Yeah, I really like this song. Um, it's good. And Ramina's amazing. Yeah. So, let's just look at the lyrics real quick. Yes, go um, Okay, so Gleb's internal conflict in this show is he keeps singing about how the Neva flows and new wind blows. Soon it will be spring. It's a time of change. Life has to move on. We can't stay in the same monarchical czarist regime that has chained us for so long, for generations and generations. The disparities that have existed between the working class and the royal class it's unfair, and so he's living the the socialist communist ideology right mm-hmm. now, and he feels more pressured to feel this way because his father killed the royal family, and then later killed himself because he was so ashamed. Oh, and so now all of that legacy and weight is put on Gleb to carry out his father's desire, mm-hmm. and so. Not only is Gleb pressured by his father's legacy, he's also pressured by the legacy of, and this is something that I truly believe like is an undercurrent to the huh, undercurrent to the whole show of Russia as the father figure to both Gleb and Dimitri, because both of them and Dimitri's song is next. They Dimitri and Gleb are foils to each other in this show. Gleb being the antagonist, Dimitri being the neuter 
antagonist or whatever, the, the secondary anti, uh, the secondary protagonist rather, um, the male love interest basically to, to Anastasia. Um, so obviously the two leading males are going to be foiled against each other. They're obviously going to be conflicting both of them in their songs. We'll talk more about this in the next song too. talk about how their father figures left them with a set of codes that they feel like they need to abide by. Mm-hmm. But because Gleb is not sure if he would have pulled the trigger by mm-hmm. the end of the song, could I have pulled, he says, could I have pulled the trigger? Had yeah. I been told? And then he doesn't answer it. Uh, be careful what a dream may bring. A revolution is a simple thing. Yeah. Um, and so because he doesn't answer that, it's because he hasn't come to the conclusion himself. And obviously that conclusion will come at the end of the show. But the, the dark uh, and foreboding feeling that he has about having to live up to his father's legacy and the legacy that now Leninist Russia has created in him it makes him feel like he's not actually living for himself, who he sees himself as, as yeah. this good-natured, uh, humorous guy who's interested in this pretty girl that he met on the street one day. Mm-hmm. And if those two things come into conflict with each other, then he's going to have to choose duty over love. And he's not sure if he can do that yet because he doesn't know who he is. Yes. And that's why I like this song. I think it's a, a really It's a great song. Yeah. It, is, it is a great character song. But yeah, sorry, to get back to the original thing. The, the whole theme of change, the Neva flows in this, he is unable to reconcile with that because what's the other song that he sings? Still. Which, yes. Yeah. Incredible. It's really good writing. I mean, I, I think that it's it really showcases his conflict really well. Did I say who wrote this music? It wasn't Minkin. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know who wrote it. Oh my gosh. We'll have to go back and fix that. Okay. So, uh... Yes. Okay. So, could I have done the same thing? You talked about this. For fucking shadowing. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Anastasia says she needs to leave and he warns her to be careful. He goes, as a friend, be careful. Yeah. And as someone in power, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> um, so, the street, we're, we're back on the streets and the, uh, the homeless are there. These people who live homeless. Yeah. Are... Yes. There. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're there. And as long as there's vodka in life, life is good. <laughs> Me. Uh, Anya g- comes there because Dimitri lives yeah, in that area. Yeah. And she goes, hey, the commissioner knows what we're doing. Um, and she's sending Batman after us. No. <laughs> I was um, thinking that too. <laughs> commissioner Gordon knows where we are. <laughs> um, these men attack Anya and she fights back and runs them off. She had learned to defend herself. Because she had to walk her way to St. Petersburg. I guess so. Um, and he goes, well, my dad... She goes, what about you? What, what, did, what did you do? And he goes, like, well, my dad died uh, in, a, in a... He died. He was an anarchist. Yes. Uh, uh, but I don't remember my mom. And he goes, who raised you? And he's like... The city raised me. The city. And then he um, bursts into... And this is where I was going to talk about Gershwin. Go so, for it. in the last song... The Neva Flows is, and we've talked about, the very minor key. Uh, it's very uh, dark and evil sounding for an antagonist. And then, of course, you for the the male hero, the, the male love interest, you're going to get a happier, major, major sounding song. But the instrumentation of the song is drastically different from the strings and the, like, 
Gleb's motivic instrument is a cello. You know, uh, to also echo the, the timbre of his own singing voice. But instead, Dimitri doesn't really get uh, one instrument, but he gets a whole fucking brass quintet, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's got that very old-timey musical sound, like with the flourishes of the trumpets and the yeah. brass, that feels so very Gershwin to me. Um, you've got the... And I don't want to say that all minor sad-sounding songs are Russian, but it sounds... Gleb's song sounds distinctly more Russian. Stephen Flaherty is the... Uh, yeah, yeah, Stephen Flaherty wrote the music. Terrence McNally, McNally wrote the book, and uh, Lynn Aaron's wrote the lyrics. Okay. Sorry. You're good. Stephen Flattery uh, uh, also did Ragtime and Once on This Island, which uh, I've done Once on This Island before, so cool. I should have known that. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, but yeah, so Gleb's song sounds more Russian because of the minor, I guess, and you just associate, like, at, from an American perspective, I guess, which this song, or this whole musical, is written from an American perspective for an American audience. Right. I think because of that, just internally, and I was thinking about this in the shower earlier, as an ideological state apparatus, which is a very Russian... This is what you think about in the shower? Who doesn't? Me! <laughs> the I listen to murders in the, the shower. Okay, so an ISA, an ideological state apparatus, is part of Marxist theory. This is stuff that I learned in grad school. It's something that Louis Althusser wrote about as when we hear something in a tone or a word choice or a language that we're more accustomed to hearing we are more likely to agree with it. And so the state then uses that language to co-opt any propaganda that they want to use to convince their audience that whatever they're saying is true. Okay. Um, it's a fancy way of saying that, basically. So an ideological, an idea, state apparatus, something the state is using to convince this is what your opinion should be. Uh, lots of layers to this. Basically, the point is, what uh, the music and instrumentation behind Dimitri's song, besides the fact that it's major... He is almost Americanized in his yeah. instrumentation. So we as the audience are like, he's the good guy. Mm. And so he represents freedom. He represents doing what you want to do. Unlike Gleb, who was chained, ironically trying to break free from the chains that his prior monarchs and uh, rulers had put him under, he now exists under the chains that he himself has created. Uh, whereas Dimitri grew up on the streets. He grew up free, on the sly, and... Uh, Getting good at getting by in Petersburg. He pulled himself up from the bootstraps, so it feels very classic uh, Broadway. Uh, he's hoisted by his own guitar. He's hoisted by his... No. Uh, <laughs> but don't ever look it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's really all I wanted to say, is Gleb has the Russian-sounding song, Dimitri has the American-sounding song. It's not an accident. That's wild. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's really cool. Cute. Not cute. Yeah. You know what I mean. Ideological status. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Yes! <laughs> Me, when you say a whole a whole dissertation. Yes! Yes, queen. Yes, queen, slay boots the house down. Why do you invite me on here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, who is it? Dimitri. Dimitri. He grew up poor. Yeah. Uh, but I he said it on the slide. <laughs> yes, he learned to get by. He goes, boils down to there are those who survive, those who don't. Some give up, some give in. Me, I won't. Black and boo, blue. Welcome to my, my Petersburg. Petersburg. Bum, bum. It's bum, already bum. too high, first of all. I've chosen yeah. some key that is uh, unnecessary. And then the last one, my Petersburg. So, wait, yes. 
He go yes. Um, oh, okay, wait. I do want to talk about this because it's actually very, yeah. like, cute to me. So, um, hold on. He goes, fine. Oh, oh, okay. He goes, um, okay. This is what upsets me. Mm-hmm. Because we could have a nice little moment of, like, a first glance of him liking Anastasia, mm. and we miss it. Mm. And if I were to direct this show, it, it literally, if I were to direct this show, this is how I would do it. So there's a there's a part, um, uh, oh, wait, I do like when he goes, funny how a boy can grow. So I think that is a wink to the last song that we just heard. It's, it's funny how a boy can grow, like, so different. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, he goes, Boils down to there are some who have walls yet to climb. You and I on the fly just in time. But tonight there's a sky in quite a view. He looks out, but Anastasia is beside him. I just want him so bad to glance over at her during Mm, in quite a view. That would be really nice. I like that a lot. Welcome to my Peter's back. That high A. Fucking. Um, which, <laughs> by the way, if you're gonna sing Santa Fe, stop singing Santa Fe and sing the end of My Petersburg. <laughs> I can't hit A. You heard me. I can, just <laughs> not like this. Yeah. Well, and not well, and not sustained. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Hit the note, even if you can't. <laughs> Blood starts coming out of here. <laughs> Wait, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> I will find this. I will find it for you. I promise. But there's a picture I, I posted years ago. It was when I did Little Shop of Horrors and I was the understudy of Chiffon. And uh, I was having to sing like in the soprano like line. You're singing in the heights. Yes. Of your vocal range. And well, I was also, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So I literally posted this this meme to our group and it was the Nike logo and it said <laughs> Stop! You don't know where this is going, I promise. It says it says, take it up the octave. Even if you can't just do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm convinced there have been like eight ballads so far, so I'm convinced they just had him hit an A to wake people. <laughs> he says his dad called him Dima, mm-hmm. which I thought was going to come back later. No, it just, doesn't. Just a nice character building moment for nothing. It doesn't serve anything. It doesn't always have to. Yes, it does. Okay. It's called Kill Your Darlings. If it doesn't serve your story, take it out. That's also a very, uh, what was the Russian author who wrote, like, The Bet and... Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's a very popular canon. Uh, fucking, not Tolstoy, but the smoking, the, the smoking gun trope, where it's like, if you bring up something, then you have to make sure that it follows oh, through yeah, on something. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing. It's like, okay, wait, have you ever watched The Good Place? Yes. It's like when they brought up Disco Janet. And like mm, and she comes season up. two, and yeah. then in the last season she appears. I'm having to go through all the jams. It is one of my favorite yeah. throwaway lines that actually gets referenced. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Anyway, here we go. He misses his dad very much. Neither of us have a family. And he goes, she goes, I'm not as strong as you think I am. And he goes, lift this car. No, um, and he goes, you're fine. Uh, and he he gives he gives her a music the music box. And he goes, I can't open it. And she goes, if you do this, you can. Yeah, you see this little thing on the very bottom. Okay, the Sopranos once again show up and show out. 
I fucking love them. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. This is actually Once Upon a December. Uh Uh-huh. For real this time. For real, real, not... Not a prelude, not a reprise. Yeah. The real, honest-to-goodness... Once Upon a December. Yeah. So, I was trying to think of the thing that you said last time. Boogie... Full Tilt Boogie original musical? <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> it's from a, a musical called Title of Show. Okay. Yeah, it's not something I made up. Uh, so she opens it, and it, it plays the, the lullaby from the beginning, and she goes, Dancing bears, painted wings, things I long to rem- almost remember. You almost remember. <laughs> and a song someone sings once upon a December Someone holds me safe and warm. Horses prance through a silver storm. Figures dancing gracefully along my memory. This song, to me, is God Help the Outcasts to you. You don't like Once Upon a December? I'm done with the song. And the reason why, and I have a good reason for it, I had to accompany multiple choirs singing this song for winter ensembles. And I'm so done with it. The, yeah, I know. The uh, the orchestration in this song for the musical is gorgeous, and I love it. I just don't like the song anymore because it's played to death. I mean, it's still a good song. I just don't like it anymore. It's one of those things. Okay. I'll allow your reasoning behind it. <laughs> but I don't... I don't like it. It's <laughs> oh, fine. I do like yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I'll... It's fine. Well, it's, it's, you know, where you listen to a song so many times, the lyrics stop meaning anything to you? It's like when you sing uh, Beautiful from uh, Heather's The Musical, and you say Heather's like 57 yeah. times, and you're like, is this even a word anymore? <laughs> Heather, 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 Heather. Okay, so she goes, I'm ready to get, oh, she goes, I'm ready to get on the train, and he goes, no, we missed our chance. Um, and she goes, she makes him close her eyes. Oh, because he's like, we don't have the money to do this yeah. anymore. Like, they, they close the border. Like, we... We would have to sneak out of the country and we don't have the money for that. Yeah. And she goes, close your eye. Here's a diamond. <laughs> um, and he's like, I'm sorry, what? And she goes, yeah, the nurses found it on me and told me never to tell anybody unless I fully trusted them with my whole heart. That was fast. Well. <laughs> Musical time. Oof. Bug oof. Okay. Um, excuse me. Um, so they're going, they're on a f- train full of people that basically like, Everybody on the train wants to get out of Russia, and yeah. Russia doesn't want these people in their country anyway because they're like the people who would like resist yeah. the most. And so this guy comes over and he's like, "Hey, I know you," and mm-hmm. he kisses her hand, and they're like, "That's not just anybody; that's yeah. a count." Mm-hmm. How did he know who she was? <coughs> um, okay, and they sing "Stay, I Pray," uh, which is I really like this song. It's very pretty. It's it's an ensemble number about mm-hmm. how. Uh, what do they sing? Oh, they 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 sing about blessing their homeland. Yeah. So I, I think this song, and this is also kind of why I don't like Once Upon a December because it breaks the theme that they're creating with Gleb and Dimitri. Uh, like I understand why they because Once Upon a December is from the movie and that's like the standout number of the movie, and like these three songs, Gleb's, Dimitri's, and then whatever the Count's names, Politov, whatever. Um, they're the original pieces for the musical. And they all have to do with the same theme. I th- okay, I, I agree with you now that like the musical kind of does have some conflict of thematic yeah. development because it's trying to do two things at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
We got him, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Exposed. Caught in four. 4D and Dolby Audio. <laughs> oh yeah, this is our first episode yeah. with our new microphone. Doesn't it sound lovely? <laughs> it's like start doing ASMR. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the theme of this one is when you have to go, you have to go. And Dimitri said, like you know, funny how a city tells you when it's time to go. Uh, this is the heartbreak and the bittersweet feeling of leaving mm-hmm. where you come from. Yeah. Because obviously you have like your whole life that you owe to where you're from. Oh yeah. When I moved out of Tennessee, I was ready to go. And the day I moved, I just cried. Yeah. I was just like, oh shit. I felt the same way when I moved to Colorado. Um, To Colorado? uh Uh-huh. And then back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bland. But you know what I'm trying to say, the country of, as the father figure for Gleb, Dimitri, for all of these people, having raised Mm -hmm. them, being a part of their identity, and for them to leave that behind feels like they're leaving a part of themselves behind. But- there's nothing for them there anymore. So it's a necessary decision. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's bittersweet. It's yeah. necessary, but... So yeah. I think it's a really powerful song in that way. Because, like, it's it speaks to that feeling of, I don't want to leave, but I have to. Because I'm now... what's uh, mm-hmm. It's a great word. An expatriate from the fatherland. Mm-hmm. Uh, pater, from the Latin father. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I didn't even plan on saying that. Just expatriate we'll cut it no i'm totally <laughs> um just start twitching like. <laughs> <laughs> so they're on the train and she tells so she tell oh she tells some man she's like i'm the princess anastasia and they're, he's like okay crazy and he walks away and they're yeah. like don't fucking tell people that right she's like i just wanted to see how it would sound and they're like can you warn us the next time you're gonna do that <laughs> there are intelligentsia left and right on this train so their first they he's like when we get there our first challenge is to go see Lily, who is the lady in waiting mm-hmm. of uh, the Empress. Um, and she will let us either not let us or let us see the Dowager Empress. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vlad likes her and he's like, he, she gave me this watch. <laughs> see? It's pretty. Um, mm. So they sing this song called We'll Go From There. Wait, sorry. One we'll thing before it. we start. Th- okay. Right before this song starts, at the very end of the last song, uh... Can you go back to that song just so that I remember? Like, it's like something about, I'll bless my homeland till I die. So that till I die, once they start off on the train, some intelligentsia come on and they're like, there's someone here who's not supposed to be. And it's a stinger moment for the audience in France Anastasia because it's like, oh, they've been found out. But it's the Count who recognized her. Oh, yeah. And he's the one who starts singing that song about how his bittersweet feelings towards leaving Russia are culminating in that song. He's the one who gets shot, summarily executed, just instantly on the train. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you know, that that moment's just like, oh, shit. You know, like, it's a very, well, he loved his homeland till the day he died, I guess. You know, nothing more to be said. Okay, I wrote that later. I guess I just... Maybe it happens later. Got it wrong. Sorry. No, I mean, no, 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 you're fine. It does happen. You are right. Yeah. You What you just said is right. It upsets me, though, because we jump from that very serious song to, bum, 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 we're on a train. Wee, 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 wee. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they all have this this song that we're going to gloss over. Um, yeah. They all have their own moment on the train. Cha- on the train about, like, this is the chance. And Well, Dimitri wants to be rich. Anya wants to have a family. Vlad wants to have love again and money. It's their I want song. All combined into one because they are pressed for time. <laughs> yes. I want. It's her I want song. Um, co-op the musical. 
Mm-mm. I demand you watch something later. Okay. Um. So, they, uh, okay, so a man comes to ask for papers looking for Anya, and they kill a man on a train, yeah. who is the count. Will has already gone over this. Um, I jumped the gun. And, and he goes, so did he. Okay, and they say, you'll be safe soon. And, oh! Oh, 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 Yes, and so he goes, you'll be safe soon. And she goes, that's what the soldier said. He goes, what soldier? And she goes, I really am her. Yeah. And they're like, okay, crazy, <coughs> go away. <laughs> um, and they're looking for the trio. And Anya says, I'm leaving. And they're like, the train is moving. And she goes, I didn't ask. She says, did you see the movie? And jumps into the <laughs> snowbank. <laughs> Catch me. <laughs> um, so, Glee. Glad Say it with me. <laughs> W-A-T-E-R. So, Gleb's boss, oh, is surprised that they weren't on the train. And the trio is still running. Oh, we. this is all happening at once. Mm-hmm. And Gleb is ordered to go find her and bring her back. Unless it's, like, it's happening simultaneously. Hilarious. Uh, but I didn't get a laugh for anesthesia. Everyone is fired. Everyone is fired. <laughs> Everyone's in timeout for the next 10 minutes. So, so if you're driving, pull over. So, <laughs> so um, he goes, you go and find her. Unless it's actually her. Then murdering her cold blood in public. Um, Truman Capote. But if it's not her, bring her back. Yeah. He goes, alive or dead, it's up to you. Who knows? Oh, oh, we get still. Gleb's other song. Still, yeah. Um, would you like to talk about it? Oh, no, hold on. Yeah, go well, ahead. Hold, hold, go hold, ahead. hold, 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 I won't have it. What's the problem? Gays are bad at math, and I didn't do the math that she was 26. Okay. So in my mind, she was 16. Okay. Yeah, she's 26. I (laughs) won't allow it. Okay. You can't meet somebody and fall in love with them. Well... But it's okay Redacted. for Dimitri and Anastasia, for Dimitri to look over and be like, what a lovely night. I do like that idea, though. I, I think that's... But he didn't love her. I'm true. just saying it's a he's, nice he's, Yeah, he's appreciating her beauty. Why can't Gleb? Because he's the mean guy. Oh. His song's in Russian. The truth comes... <laughs> what if it were that black and white? Like, the antagonist only speaks in Russian? <laughs> only. Yeah. Um... So I've already said everything I want to say about Still, though. I mean, like it, it shows his the other side of his his character where he feels like he can't move. He oh. wants to be able to to go with the flow, but he feels like he's not justified in believing that because he's really not, you know. Well, okay. He goes off to find her. Yeah. They finally arrive in France, and they don't think it looks like any any different than like what they thought it would look like. They're like, it looks like Russia. Yeah. And Vlad's like, yeah, looks like the same set to me. Boof. This is the same turntable. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Dimitri is impressed by all the very hard work. And Vlad says, if she'll break your heart, don't, don't you do it. Mm. Don't, don't. Uh, because if they accept her as one of their own, she's gone. Me too, Lupin. <laughs> uh, we're, oh, and she goes, we're, we're so close. Thank you. Well, I can't believe we've come this far. Um, so, <laughs> so just thank you. Yeah. And so they go into the forest because they have to get off stage somehow. Yeah. The forest of enchantment. Yay. <laughs> um, and she sings Journey to the Past. Which is a great song. It happens much earlier than the movie. Oh, yeah. It's like the second song in the yeah. movie. <laughs> when she leaves the orphanage. But this is what they did with Let It Go. Let It Go is like the third song in, in Frozen. And they moved it to the end of Act One. Yeah. Heart, don't fail me now. Courage, don't desert me. Don't turn back now that we're here. People always say life is full of choices. No one ever mentions. F- no one ever no one ever mentions fear or how the world can seem so vast on, on a journey, journey to the past. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So she's just like, yay, I'm finally I'm home, love, family. There was once a time I must have had them too. Okay, one step at a time, one hope, then another. Who knows where this road may go? Back to who I was, on to find my future. Things my heart still, things my heart still needs to know. Yes, let this be a sign, let this road be mine. Let it lead me to my past and bring me home. Yeah, da, 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 da. And last. Yeah. End of act one. Any, so <clears throat> that chord progression, let's just talk about it like a, a classic chord progression. Something, one of my favorites is minor four into the tonic one. It, it, the uh, it, it just sounds like it's a very nice voice leading to, to resolve into the, the major chord at the very end. It's cool. It happens in a lot of songs when you listen for it. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. Minor four to major one. Boom. That's all. Music theory. Glad with but, Anastasia. Yeah, Minor but, one to major four. <laughs> <laughs> Intermission! Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. That does. We're back. To the best song from the movie, fuck all of you and your opinions, Bernadette Peters singing anything is hilarious. This is uh, the Paris song? Perry. The Paris song. Perry on the key. You mean the show Bonjour, bonjour, ooh la la. (laughs) Can I tell you, how hard I laughed as a child when I found out that what? all people in France are gay. <laughs> That's what the movie taught me. When I tell you what I'm about to tell you, <laughs> you will know what my opinion is. Yeah. Okay. That's a gay reference. Oh. Um, so they all sing mm-hmm. Hush. They say, um, Begins with the view as you stroll down La Rue. <laughs> when I tell you that when I found out 
that LaRue means road. I laughed for an hour straight. Why? It was so funny to me. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Road. (laughs) No, because, like, they use the French word instead of the English word. Mm, They do. (laughs) Tiny Nathan, skinny Nathan, thought it was hilarious. I'm done. Uh, they, they all sing about how amazing Paris is Mm -hmm. because Paris is the city of love. City of lights too. Can you believe? Love, lights, and lots of laughs. Eat, pray, love. Live, laugh, laugh. Or or in my case, when they offered me the movie deal, eat, eat, eat. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You finally laughed at a joke of mine. Uh, Um... (laughs) <laughs> Which is actually a joke that my friend told that I stole from him. Yikes. Because uh, nothing... I take it back. Uh, uh, nothing, uh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing about me is original. Everything I say is a quote. Mm, um, me too. Oof. <laughs> okay, so. As Louis Althusser said. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Perry holds the key to her fate. We won't have much longer to wait. This is Dimitri's part. Yeah. yeah. And then come what may, we will each go our way. I really like that moment. So, in the, I really like how in the movie, too, and I wish that they'd done this in the musical. Had Sophie sing it? Absolutely, I agree. So, at the very end, <laughs> when they're building up to the climax of the song, Harry holds the key. And it cuts to him. To her. And he's holding the flower, and he's just, like, holding it out. I love that moment. It's so nice. But they don't do that, because... It's a whole ensemble to her. I like just fucking scream that last note. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't have the ooh la la, the, the can can. Oh yeah, they cut the whole can can part out. Yeah. At all. Or all of it. I'm sad about that too. Yes. Me too. <laughs> okay, so. Wish I could cross the bridge on this song. It's one of my least favorites. <laughs> it's literally a transition song. Like. Yes. I Lily. It's Lily. The Sophie of the movie. Yes. Uh, Justice will never be forgiven. Oh, oh, the Sophie Lily justice will never be forgiven. I remember what I wrote. I will never forgive them for not letting her sing this song. Oh, (laughs) that was your note cue. (laughs) Justice will never be forgiven. Yes. (laughs) The injustice. Yes. Yes. Okay, I've said what I wanted to say. Good. Uh, Dimitri starts to wrestle with the idea of them partying. Mm -hmm. Um... And he and Vlad go off and they're like, we're going to go do our own thing. Because again, yeah. they have to get off stage somehow. Remember that whole train song where we said, I want, I want, I want. it's our time to get our, what we want. What you want, let's go get what you want. <laughs> now that... Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've heard the song before. Legally Blonde? That's what it is. I was like, yeah. I've heard that song. What you want yeah. is right in front of you. In front of you. Yeah. This is not a personal essay. Um. So anyway. Um... <laughs> That was uh, me. Um, anyway, she Anya goes to visit the bridge. Yeah, named after her grandfather. Yes, the bridge from the beginning. Remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot happening. I've got the whole family line right here in front of me. How does that help us now? We can point out where Anastasia's grandfather Alexander. Did you know? <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Alexander being uh, the Empress's husband that the bridge is named after. Yes. So Anya says, look at the sky, look at the water, look at this bridge. Look at I'm the at world, a bridge. I'm so close, I'm halfway to it. 
Yes. Oh, I can't wait to do a Tangled episode. Mm. Um, she's like halfway between where I've been and where I'm going in between wondering why. And I'm finally knowing. Good for her. It's, I really like the lyricism of the song. I just think it's boring. Yeah. I mean, it's like 57 seconds. Yeah. It really short. is a transition song. Mm-hmm. Hello? This is where Hello. I'm going. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so we cut to a, a fancy room and a man is talking to a woman. Well, it's Lily, the woman they are in Paris to meet. Yeah. And she's meeting with a man and she's like, listen, the Empress is busy. You have to come back later. You, please go away. He's like, well, tell her I was here. And she's like, absolutely. It'll be the first thing I tell her when I see her. There's a smoke bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so he's like, <laughs> please. Um, oh my gosh, wait. There's actually a really funny moment that I'll allow. And he goes, Lily, you're going to be at the, the Neva club later tonight, right? And she goes, no, I, I won't be there. I gave up dancing for Lent. And he goes, Lent is over. And she goes, next Lent. I'm getting a head start on it. <laughs> That's literally what she says. I thought it was so funny. And nice. I was like, absolutely. Absolutely, you deflect a man's advances. I guess you could say that she's relenting. You could say that, but it'd be bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a laugh. I heard it through the microphone. Oh. It's feedback. It's probably my phone going off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, she goes, there's a lot of... Oh, the Empress has a lot of letters coming in claiming that people are Anastasia. Um, And she's like, I used to be the Empress, and now I'm just kind of like a woman who waits for good news. Mm. You know? Um, They read... A lot, they start reading some letters from people claiming to be Anastasia, and they're like, oh, Grandmama. And she's like, I was never Grandmama, I was Nana. Mm-hmm. What are these people? Who are these? And and so the Empress says, you know what, no more. She's dead. And the Empress is dead with her. Yeah. So we get close the door. This Yeah, this song's really sad. It's... I think it's the saddest song in the whole musical. Oh, it definitely is because she sings about like her past with her family and like her, like them growing up and like going on vacations together, going to the beach and like Mm -hmm. her being able to watch like the kids run and like them just having a good time. And now she's just like, all of them are dead now. All of them are dead. I'm here alone and I'm waiting for something that isn't never going to happen. Yeah. You know, the, um, I can't, decide which one is is sadder the musical version of her like knowing all of them are dead and she keeps having all these people try to lie to her and beguile and you know try to get what's not theirs or the reality of it where when her courier told her your son and his whole family are dead she said that's propaganda I'm I'm not going to believe because so she didn't go to Paris. She I think she was like extradited to some it might have been Denmark or something. Like one of her like original countries. Um it wasn't I don't think she ever went to Paris, but when she got the news she was like that's not true. And yeah. she denied it to the day she died. Hmm. She never believed it cuz she was like I believe that Nikki, she called him Nikki is is still alive and that these Bolsheviks Lenin and all of these scum of the earth they're just trying to get to me or, or something like that and yeah. so she she lived in denial her whole life uh, the rest of her life anyway so one in the show she's grappling with the fact that all of her loved ones are dead mm-hmm. and in reality she n- denies that the reality of that is you know yeah 
either way you look at it. And that's why I was so interested in doing all of the research, like, with her family. Because her whole family, like, it, it's a really sad story. And, like, I'm not going to relate all of it because of time. But if you want a really interesting read and you want to get lost in a Wikipedia rabbit hole, look up Maria Fedor- Fyodorovna. Fyodorovna. Maria Fyodorovna. Again, can't pronounce... Re- I'm also significantly more white russian after this, so... Anyway... Dowager Empress. Look up this whole story. It is wild from start to finish. Yeah, because I, like really interesting history. Because part of it is like they, because science advanced so far, they were able to dig up the bones of what they thought the Romanovs were. Yeah, and be like, yeah, this is them. But like the church never mm-hmm. was like, no, no, it isn't. Yeah, no, it sure isn't. The church to this day hasn't con- like science has I didn't confirmed. Know that. Yeah, no, the church denied it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they're just like no, mm-mm. no, <laughs> that's not them. Wow. And they're like, but science, and they're like, no, no. You know, Anastasia's still alive. She was born in 1901, but <laughs> she's a child. <laughs> so to this day, to this day. So she actually at one point says, "You're a lie that I've waited for. Tell them all to go. Tell them I've closed the door." It's sad. It is. Sad baby mama, grandma. And she's Nina. such a great singer. It's that opera background, mama. But also, she gets to sing this whole song while sitting down. The, and let me let me stress this. The dream. Dream. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even have to get, she's Nessa wheeled, who? wheeled onto the stage, wheeled <laughs> off of the <laughs> stage. Modern theater. Incredible. Okay. Hello. We are having technical difficulties. My whole life is a technical difficulty. <laughs> so, uh, the Neva Club. The Neva Club, a new and bug. Glebe is there. Gleb, I'm sorry. There he is. There he be. <laughs> so, uh, he's there and gets, oh, and the the bouncer of the club is like, oh, are you Russian? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, the tea shop is over there. I'm sure they're going to hire you. They think he's poor. Yeah. Hilarious. And he's <laughs> like, I'm not poor. <laughs> I'm not hungry. I don't need trash. I'm not poor. I'm just a communist. <laughs> 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 We're all poor here. Okay. Lily is in the club and she goes, the only good thing about today is that means it's one less day to have. Damn. Me, Don't me, every day. No. The other day, somebody said, today was awful. And I said, but you never have to do it again. Mm. Which is you a know, way more positive way to look at life. When I was teaching, uh, my teacher mentor would always tell me, like, regardless of if I had a bad day or not, she'd be like, well, you know what? At least you got paid for it. And I'm like, hmm, that's a really bad way to justify being in that's a bad capitalism. situation. Yeah. But at least you got paid for it. <laughs> Mine was at least positive. Right. You never have to do a bad day again. Yeah. That's no, horrendous. No matter what happens, just accept it because you get a paycheck at the end of the day. I won't. <laughs> I absolutely won't. You can pay for therapy then. You oh, okay. <laughs> Go to therapy. You won't need it. <laughs> you won't need it. But seriously. Um, so, okay. So, me, Lily mourns her old life. Land. Of yesterday. Land of yesterday. It's a fun song. Hello, where did it go? There we go. She goes, once I had, can you go away? (laughs) There we go. She goes, once I had a palace, here, merely a flat. A flat with diamonds. A flat in Paris. Okay, this whole song, boo fucking who. And I'm sure that's the point of it. Yeah. 
Because later on, she's like, I fled with some diamonds and that was that. It's very tragic. You know, it's like, oh no, you fled with a couple diamonds. Oh no, you're not as rich now, but still absolutely rich. Completely take advantage of the poor working class. Can you believe? Oh, this is the song that I thought was uh, Looks Ten, uh, Looks Three Tens Three, the Looks Three Dance Ten from uh, <laughs> Chorus Line. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, what? How many is times happening? did I just say the word three? <laughs> um, uh, she goes, "In the end of yesterday, let's run up the bill, and if we're still royalty, let's run up the bill." And, and, and it's it's very da 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 da. Which is like musically, like musically, that makes a lot of sense because you're just going over the same notes over and over again. Yeah, and and also just her, her tantrum. Let's hold the world at bay. Here's to Russia. Russia. There's a lot of good drunken day. Like oh yeah, it's called. I mean slides. Slides. Yeah, yeah. Slurs. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. (laughs) (laughs) In the land of yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I actually asked you this, but have you ever listened to Jekyll and Hyde? Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll from Arthur. No. No. The actual musical Jekyll and Hyde. Then no. <laughs> Featuring, oh my gosh, who is he? From Baywatch. He was in the Spongebob movie. Oh, um, him. David Hasselhoff. I was, I was like, it is a David he, though. He, he, <laughs> he did Jekyll and Hyde and it wasn't bad. Huh. Uh, anyway. I thought he was a horrible singer. Didn't he release? A, I remember reading an Amazon review of one of his albums. <laughs> We're gonna have to read that after this. It's the funniest shit in the world. Okay, so all of my house plants died. That's <laughs> basically what it says. So anyway, so if you've ever listened to Jekyll and Hyde, and you know the song "Bring On the Men," it, this is "Bring On the Men" vibes hella hard. Um. Okay. So. Thank bring on the men. Yes, okay, I wrote that already. There it is. Um, so Vlad sneaks in to surprise her, and she goes, I thought you were dead, but I'm glad you're not, and that's as far as I'll go. Hmm. And there's like... I lived, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bring it. Uh, and she's like, I thought you were in front of a firing squad, and he goes, they couldn't pull the trigger. Mm. Mm. Sweet baby angle. So, uh, okay, so we're going to power through at two because yeah, I don't know the tunes to the words anymore. I'll sing them all solo. What's happening? In Russia, land of yesterday. Bow! I thought you were dead, but I'm glad you're not. Sexual tension. The Countess and the Common Man. Yeah, okay, so in this song, it's just like, Vlad's whole thing is he is only interested in Lily because she has money and prestige and power, and Vlad wants that again. He doesn't care about her. And you know, to go back to the whole, like, I think Vlad has the hots for Dimitri. Um, there is a line in that song where she's like, I loved you. And he hesitates and he says, you loved me, you know. And yeah. so he doesn't love her, but they make out a lot. So maybe he's fine. I think he loves her, but it's just like, I haven't seen you in a couple of years. Why would I just like, yeah, I did like you, but like, that's calm. That's pump she, the brakes. She is like kind of losing her mind though, as evidenced by the last song. Wow. Yeah. Yes. She's drunk and just 
Yes. Know, living life one one drink at a time. So he goes, Aren't hey, we before, well, <laughs> cut to this podcast. Clink. <laughs> drink. Uh. So uh, she goes, hey, d- before anything crazy happens, there is a woman I want you to meet. Um, and the Empress needs to meet her too. And we're going to change history. And, oh, fuck. Gleb. Yes. Really? Incredible. Mm-hmm. Four for 78. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gleb hears this and because... Oh, he hears this because of villain convenience. He just, like, walks in. And he was like, what? Anastasia's is here. Like, <laughs> Twist <"Mah."> mustache, yeah. <laughs> <"Mah."> <laughs> anyway... Oh, and he, there's a little land of yesterday, and it, but it's from his point of view. If he's like, if Anna's here, I'm gonna fucking kill her. That's all. Go and kill her now. Yeah. I don't know. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so Anna has a, Anna has a nightmare. Okay, girl. Mm. Fucking me. Yeah. Wake the night. fuck up. <laughs> no, mine's a waking nightmare. It's me being alive. So uh, Anna has a nightmare of the execution of the Romanovs and a little swinging child. Is it Alexei? Yes. <laughs> uh, he swing, which I actually like the effect of him swinging. Yeah, it's cool. It's really neat mm-hmm. for two people lifting him up. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Theater magic. Stage production. You are a Broadway show. You couldn't have flown in a... a we used all of it on the screens in the back. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, though. Anyway. Um, Those silhouettes. And he goes... Dollar. He goes... I have a secret. Do you have a secret? And she goes, uh, I'll never tell. I'll never tell. <laughs> um, and he goes, oh, wait. He goes, I'm about to die soon. Me. <laughs> Me. For those of you taking count at home, that's, I think, the fourth <laughs> reference this one podcast. Of me killing myself? Yes. Oh, okay. My therapist says Rachel! <laughs> Rachel, please. Thanks for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so Dimitri comes in. With a nightshirt on, which I do not believe. That man is he too ripped. One? No, that oh. man is too ripped to be sleeping with a shirt on. Mm, he's had, I almost said, well, what's the shirt that you call with the shirts? A wife cut? beater. But well, he doesn't have those on. Okay, not in the scene. No. Okay, so he goes, are you okay? And he, wait. Hello? Oh, and she goes, who am I? And he goes, John Valjean. Force. <laughs> and, uh, and so he goes, if I were the Dowager Empress, I would want you to be Anastasia because you are beautiful and strong. Mm. And she goes, you don't know anything about me. You just see me naked. No. Um, I remember that. <laughs> and so she goes, do you really think so? And he goes, I want to think you were the girl I saw once. Mm. And she goes, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, it was June. I was 10. Oh, uh, yes. I, I love still. Song. Oh, wait. It's he really tells nice. this story of seeing Anastasia when yeah. he was little. Um, and she was, but she was eight and she was beautiful. And like, even though she was little, she was royalty. Proud and serene. Yeah. Um, but if he were, she's like, you're making me feel like I was there. And he's Make like, it part of your story. Yeah. And she goes, all right, bet. She goes, a parade. A parade. Passing by. Passing by. It was hot, not a cloud in the sky. I really like how this song is written because, like, he starts off with the memory because it's his. She yeah. doesn't remember it. And then she starts off with her memory and he's, like, helping her out with it by echoing it. And then she takes it on as her own solo because the story itself becomes her own as she unlocks her own memories. 
Yeah. Well, and she's like, he smiled at me and he bowed and he's like, I didn't yeah. tell you that. And she's like, yeah. you didn't have you to. Have I, to. Remember. I remembered. And then the smartest thing, well, one of the smartest musical things happens right here. The parade. And a musical that has been rife with harmonies up until this point. Guess what? They're singing in unison. Because they share the memory. I love that. I think it's such, it's such a good song. It's such smart duet writing. And and like they stay in a very close unison. Every so often they will like harmonize musically just for interest, but also because their memories are going to be like slightly yeah. different of like each perspective of the I think it's really smart. I, I love it. It's such a good song. It really is. Um and he goes Hide But I Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. He goes, uh you were you left, mm-hmm. but I knew even if I were to try to find you in a crowd of thousands, I could do it again. And he did. And he did. And then they go to kiss, and he's like, no. And he bows her, and he calls her your highness. Class traitor. Well. Again. Quick change. Oh, we get a quick change. This happens like 45 seconds. She puts on a full-ass ball gown. Good for her. Ball gown. Ball gown. Ball gown. Um, just wear the frock. It's pretty. Um, so... <laughs> In the in the bootleg that I watched, she walks out in this beautiful ball gown after being in like pajamas. Mm-hmm. No one claps, which I think is hilarious. Rude. I'm just like I would have clapped. So we're at the ballet, but this is leading to the climax of the play, and this is incidental dancing. The Empress sees Anastasia in the crowd. I'm plowing over what you're trying to say, and considers it might be her. Mm. She goes, "Is that her? Is that it?" Well, I don't know. No. Yeah, the girl spinning on stage. <laughs> Pretty lady. <laughs> nice dancing. <laughs> nice dancing. So, Gleb sees her, right? Yeah, sure. Is that his name? Yes. I don't have time for you anymore. Gleb. <laughs> Gleb. <laughs> and Just says... it wildly wrong. And says, sees her and is in conflict and says, the world must change. Okay, Dimitri is also singing. This is where the dancing is important in my opinion, because both men are singing about Anastasia while two men are helping the woman in the middle turn. Okay, you're right. Fuck off. You're right. That is really... I forgot about it because I didn't get that far when I was watching it. Huh. Uh, so we... the hottest <laughs> laugh I have ever heard. There's a swan in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we also get a small fouette moment what? from the ballet dancer. So it's like a pirouette okay. where they turn, yeah. but they kick their leg out while they do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fouette? Yes. Cool. Yes. Okay. Then he sings everything to win. You want to talk about this song? They're just talking about like, we're so close. It's a fine song. They end the song in the most cliche of ways. Anastasia. And it, again, it's... Um, once upon, upon a December. <laughs> I almost yeah. said once upon a remember. <laughs> once upon a ember remember. Um, so, yeah, what he could lose is her, but Anya comes back mad. But you know what? She is not a prize to be won or lost. Yes. So, anyway. The dimper... The dimper... The the Aerogis. dowager and her <laughs> wouldn't even meet with her and realizes that she's been, and she goes, you're using me for money. There's a reward that you didn't tell me about. You lied to me. I trusted you and I hate you for that. He rudely, oh, and he goes and he talks to the dowager empress and he goes, you have to meet her. And she's like, 
I, bitch, I'm me. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> and he steps on her dress and he, he begs her to meet with Anastasia and he goes, imagine what she's lost. She goes, I don't need you to remind me what happened to my family. Yeah. Ma'am. Ma'am. This is why you want a Tony. Well, a Tony nomination. And so. Punch to the gut right there. He goes, oh, she goes, Russia has damned itself for what it has done to my family. And he goes, judge will. Wait, sorry. He goes, God will judge you for this old lady. Literally. Yeah. So Anya's going home and she's mad at everybody and Vlad tries to stop her and she's mad at her to him too. I will say briefly, briefly. Yeah, yeah, go for it. This is something I haven't mentioned, but I've, it's been eating away at me because I do want to mention it at some point in this musical. It is very czarist apologetic, this musical. Mm-hmm. Like, they, obviously Gleb is the antagonist and they do humanize him a little bit as like an incidental person caught up in the conflicting legacies of his father and like the new regime but it's not like the romanovs were the heroes right right like i I have a problem i mean it is nice that one of them survived an execution yeah yeah i mean like obviously that was but they did not do things horrific yeah Yeah. the fact that that line in particular just jumped out to me because it's like God will judge what has happened to the, the Romanov family because you instilled a new government. It is like, oh, that's a little, you know. I mean, what will be will be because humans are flawed. And, yeah. You know, people are usually vying for power in some way or another. Well, Which is kind of what, this is how the Empress sees Dimitri. Yeah. So Vlad tries to stop her and like, she's yelling while packing and the Empress walks in and she doesn't see her and Lily and Vlad and Dimitri all leave and yeah. the Empress is there and she turns around and she's like, and another thing, my Empress, yes. Oh my God, uh, I'm so sorry. Hello. Um, hello. And so, uh, uh, and she goes, you know what? We have to play this game to the end. So like, go. Yeah. Do it. Convince me. You're right. Um, and so she goes, I'm an old and impatient. And she goes, who are you? And she calls her Nana. Offhandedly calls her Nana. Mm-hmm. Which... Is a whole thing. Eyebrows. That actually doesn't get any recognition in this moment, which makes me upset. I don't think it needs it. She made a big deal out of it earlier. If you are an audience member who's paying attention, I don't think, like, you know. Yeah, for... Okay. Yes. Yes. So, Anna sits... Anya sits down. And she goes, why are you sitting without my permission? And she goes, you know what? We can both sit. It's fine. Whatever. And so, uh, she starts to interrogate her, and she goes... You keep firing. Oh, 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 oh. And she goes, who was my favorite lady in waiting? And she goes, you didn't have one. You kept firing all the ladies in waiting. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, that was your trick question. Shut up. You don't know that. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, And she goes, I believe Anastasia exists. And she goes, but I don't think you want to. And she starts, Anastasia starts crying. She goes, why do you all cry? You all cry Mm -hmm. at some point. Why do you all do this? Um, And she she goes, the boy. Oh, and she says, the boy thinks you're Anastasia. And she goes, I can't be her unless you recognize me. And she goes, you can't be anybody unless you recognize yourself. Theme of the whole show. Ma'am. Yep. I'll get, writers, I'll give you that one. It's great. Rachel would like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she goes, who are you? And she goes, I don't know. Who are you? Not so rudely, but yeah. in the context of this podcast, that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she goes, I'm an old woman who... <laughs> she looks in the mirror and she's like, I have amnesia too. I'm getting on in years. <laughs> Anastasia. 
<laughs> and so she goes, I'm just an old woman who wants wants this to be over. And Anastasia she goes, oh, she goes, well, do you remember the last time you said goodbye to her? And she goes, nobody knows what the last goodbye is. You never know when your last goodbye is. This could be ours right now, Will. That's Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Pull back. <laughs> and so uh, she goes, you were going to Paris and you never came back and you gave me this music box. <laughs> <laughs> Throws it in her face. She hits her, hits her right in the temple on the dowager. She wakes up and she's like, who are you? And she goes, I'm the dowager emperor. <laughs> My lady. <laughs> she wakes up like a week later and she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, shit. So they sing a reprise for the eighth time. Again. (laughs) Of Once Upon a December. And she goes, I remember. And she goes, what took you so long? Oh, it's a very sweet moment. And she goes, it's never too late to donate. No, she goes, it's (laughs) never too late to come home. And so we get the press conference, which is amazing, because Lily gets another song. And I recall his yellow cat. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. It's that same. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did you know? No. I actually hadn't thought of it. (laughs) So Vlad (laughs) and Lily meet with the press about the Dowager Empress coming, coming. Mm. We love an ensemble number. Oh, we love the ensemble number. This is actually really good. And the soprano comes, comes out again. again. She's like, you know what? I have two notes in this show Mm. and I'm going to hit them. And yeah, so it's really high. they're like, hey, listen, the queen is coming. We can't really talk about what's happening. The princess is alive, but she's coming to tell you herself. It's not like, I'm like, yeah. don't talk about it. Get really excited. Get hype. She's the hype woman. Get lit. Right here. Right now. <laughs> like, um, Puts on the boom box. Literally. And so uh, they come to interview Anastasia and the Count Leopold, oh, addresses Anastasia. And she's like, I remember you. You're the alcoholic that my parents always laughed about. <laughs> and and uh, Leopold. the uh, the Dowager Empress was like, yes, they did. And then Vlad comes in and he's like, Dowager Empress, and she's like, I don't like you. And he's like, yes, thank you, goodbye. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right, play on me. The lights on. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so now, where is? Oh, and the Empress asks Anastasia. She goes, Where is that boy you like? And she goes, He's not my boy that I like. And uh, she goes, Well, just so you know, he refused the money. Like, he just wants you to be Anastasia. And she's like, he refused the money. Okay, cool. And so uh, she goes, no matter what you decide, we will always have each other. And then she dies. No. I don't remember that. She's fine. Mm. Uh, So Anya sings a reprise of everything to win about, like, what to do. Um what to do next seems like everything's gonna end happily ever after happily ever after until gleb walks in locks the door here we go this is where i get upset really actually yes okay so he comes in and he's locking the door and he goes i am here to finish the job mm-hmm. and he goes she goes I want to live. Well, duh. And he goes, but does Russia? And she goes, yes. There was a whole number in the first act about it. It kept them interested. 
you got me there. Okay. So, and she goes, I am my father's daughter. And he goes, and I am my father's father's son. son. I love that. He pulls a gun out. Yeah. And she goes, do it. I'm in the cellar again. Because she remembers her family being murdered Mm -hmm. in that cellar. Wig. And so he goes, who are you? She goes, I'm the Grand Duchess Anastasia. And he goes, choose your next words very carefully. And she's like, bitch, I am here. I am here. I am Anastasia. And he cocks the gun. Okay. This is my favorite part of the bootleg that I watched. Are you ready for this? Because, mm-hmm. well, I screamed. It was when you were teaching Killian piano. I didn't scream, but I laughed really hard. Mm-hmm. And Dylan and Karina asked me what was wrong. So he cocks the gun and he points it at her heart. And she doesn't flinch. Mm-hmm. And he points it at her head. And a woman in the audience was like, <gasps> she's into it. Mm-hmm. She was fully committed to watching this woman be shot on stage. <gasps> that's hilarious (laughs) it's great I'll show it to you after this it's amazing (laughs) here's what makes me mad okay he points the gun at her Mm -hmm. and then he doesn't shoot her and he leaves what's wrong with that what was the point of any of this he was still trying to figure himself out it's taken her this long to realize who she is and in this moment in this song he finally realizes who he is could he have pulled the trigger had he been told? Well, no one fucking told him to pull the trigger. This has been his personal vendetta this whole time because he felt like he had some legacy to uphold. But then when the time finally came down to it, he's in a closed-off room with her. He's got a gun to her head. He could end it right here and right now if he wanted to. And he doesn't. But in the end, he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. And I think I know who I am now. I get it. <laughs> but to add a whole villain to the show that wasn't the original villain mm-hmm. to go not to follow through <laughs> yeah hmm. he wasn't actively out he was just following order it's very it's very a Javert moment mm-hmm. of just like okay I'll stop yeet in Javert's I think it's similar in both cases in Javert's case his whole perspective was changed because time and again Valjean was just like you know what you're not worth it like you can fucking do it if you want to if that's your prerogative I won't stop you but you're whole holier than thou I'm going to hold myself to a higher standard and hunt you down to the ends of the earth to prove a point I think you've missed the point (laughs) a long ways back yeah and like in that final moment of them like at the end of the chase realizing oh Maybe I have missed the point. I need to reevaluate some things. Javert kills himself because his whole life was dedicated to that. I think Gleb is a little bit younger and can turn his life around still. I mean, sure. my headcanon is that he still dies in the regime because no one gets out of that regime alive, basically. I mean, Lenin's endless five-year plans kind of destroy anyone's yeah. uh, forward momentum, but... That's his history. Well, okay. But I think for the musical itself, for Gleb to to walk away in that moment. And like in the last song, he has a little epilogue where he says, Anastasia is, is gone. Dream. Yeah. yeah, she's a dream. So I think that's all that needs to be said about him. She says... I'm not here to hurt you. Yeah. I'm just fucking here to live. And he goes, I believe you're Anastasia. I'll, 
I will tell them that I was not my father's son after all. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. He yeah. just leaves. Okay. I have my own problems with that. Anya was disappeared, has disappeared. She's disappeared. Even though she was accepted by the Dowager Empress. And she was going to live, oh, she was going to live like a queen. So, like, why leave? Um, but she disappeared and she left behind the music box. And the Dowager tells Lily, she's like, I think we've seen the last of her. I think she's gone. As you know, whatever. Um, and so Anastasia goes to meet up with Dimitri. And Dimitri gets mad. He's like, don't look at me. Don't smile. What do you want from me? And she's like, you're my prince. He's like, I'm not your prince. She's like, you are to me. Kith. Now Kith. And the Dowager Empress announces to the press that I have finally decided to end the search. She is dead. Yeah. And all of this money that I had set aside for a reward. She sets it on fire. Uh, So she gives it to charity instead. And then Gleb announces that she was just a dream and the chase is closed. Yeah. And for the 78th time, we get Once Upon a December. But before that, we get another reprise of Still. Because, yeah, because he says that, he says she was just a dream, and then the Emperor says, Still. And so, and I think that's a really powerful word, because even though the Neva flows, a new wind blows, there is still this pocket of history, and it's very much like Hades Town. Go ahead. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> now you have my attention. <laughs> Sir, you had my interest, but now, now you have, you have my, my attention. attention. Uh, it's a still moment because this is a self-contained play about a fictional character. Well, about right, a real-life right. character, but a fictional story. Mm-hmm. And in that way, time stands still. And we get to enjoy this moment of, of stillness. And we don't have to worry about like the never-ending march of history. And, yes. You know. Far away. And then we get Once Upon a December again. Long ago, long damn is I, I think this musical has a lot of really beautiful musical thematic moments that I really enjoy. What do you think? Burr. You're cold on it? <laughs> Talking about it, I was a little more interested about it. I just, it's not my, it's definitely not my favorite. I, it's not my favorite. It's up. I mean, I wouldn't. It's top 10 for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think part of that has to do with nostalgia. Because, like any other self-respecting American, I love the movie. Where um, is Fern Gully's musical? We didn't talk about Rasputin at all. No, we didn't. thinking about it. Because he wasn't in it. Well, that's true. But, you know, talking about, like... Dasvidanya! Rasputin's away! Well, he is in this show. Um... <laughs> And Bartok, and I geek her, sir. I'm glad Bartok was not in the... It's the same thing with uh, fucking Jason Alexander and Hunchback. It's it's a comedic role that doesn't need to be filled. I mean, it's a dramatic show, I think. Um, I geek her, sir, yeah. <laughs> You're the boy who helped me escape. Imagining Bartok being like, Now how about a kiss? You know, like, the, the moment in the movie at the very end where he's like, Looks like everybody got a happy end, and then... Pink Bat, who is a girl, shows up out of left field and starts dancing with Bartok. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is pretty nifty. And, like, the movie ends. And it's like, what was that about? Why did that happen? Like, <laughs> he was a dick this whole time. Hey, what what happened? What happened? What happened? It was a weird moment. Well, did you have fun? I had lots of fun. How much fun? On a scale of 1 to 10. An I appropriate would, amount. Yeah, I would say... <laughs> 
Nine. Why not a perfect ten? Because I fought you at every turn on this musical. <laughs> oh, well, I was trying to think of a Russian pun, but then I can only think of no <laughs> in German. Nine. That's German. I know. That's why I was like trying to think of a Russian pun, but then I realized that I don't speak Russian. Anyway, pun. you had fun? Good. Had fun. I'm glad. All right. Yeah, all right. Enough of you. No, I'm <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? Uh, I don't. If you want to take yet. yeah, if you want to take piano lessons, I'll probably be offering them at some point. <laughs> listeners, oh do dear you, listeners, do you teach uh, Zoomly? Do I do Zoom? teach. Yeah, I do teach Zoomly. <gasps> um, Wig. Yeah. So uh, if you want to, e- I mean, my my email is wshelt10 at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want to set up like any piano or music theory, I am happy, more than happy, to talk about anything from beginner to advanced. Uh, music is my passion. It is also my burden. <laughs> As you've probably heard uh, in the two episodes that I've been in. Nathan, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, like a person who's drunk too much, in the end of every show, it's time to black.